who's the best um kid to adult like actor? Darla. Darla. Yeah, Darla. With, yeah with, definitely not, Darla. No yeah. question. Make, Darla. Make good. Yeah, is phenomenal in doing what she's doing. Absolutely amazing. And we are live with another episode of the Keeg Talks. Today, the Keeg Talks Shazam Fury of the Gods is the new Shazam sequel that just came out this week. I'm your host, Demetra Pereira. And if you're watching the live stream, you can see exactly who our guests are. You're watching us on twitch.tv slash the Keeg Show or youtube.com slash the Keeg Show. Uh, or if you're listening to the podcast, you can't see who our guests are, but you're listening to the podcast. And that's that's pretty cool, too, you know, wherever you get your podcast from. Uh, I'm your host, Demetra Pereira. I got two guests. On the show today, both guests have been on uh, the Keeg uh, numerous times. I would say numerous. numerous. Numerous is a good word. Uh, we got Michael Mead, aka for the love of comics, aka Mike's comic life. Michael, how you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. I, I I'm in the middle of rebranding, so it's all good. We'll we'll figure it out. You are stretching uh, rebranding season. It is. <laughs> it is. It is. Uh, it's been I mean, a long yeah, time. It, it's been a minute, but yeah, we're, we're, I think we're making progress. I think we're making progress. Um, just no one sees it yet, but yeah, yeah. thank you very much, Dimitri. It's always an honor to, to be on truly is. I, I, it's funny because I see you a lot of times on Thursday's comic talk show. Yeah. Um, yeah. and then I forget like, oh, has it been a while since I've just talked about a, just a, just a movie with Michael? <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's always I mean, just that's my thing. Comics. Anyways, comics. So it's all good. Yeah. Well, luckily this, my, this, my, my this is both. This is a comic. Yeah. It crosses over movie. very well. Yeah, yeah. It's all good. That makes yeah. sense. I'm glad to have you, man. Thank you. Also who I'm glad to have, uh, who has many social media handles. So Neebs, uh, you're going to have to, yeah, I, I put it all up here. I hope they're all accurate. We got Neebs, AKA watch with Neebs. Neebs. How you yeah. doing today, man? I'm doing him good. All my handles are watch with Neebs, so it's pretty simple. So you also got your podcast. One. I also have my podcast, which is called Salam Nerds, uh, which is going really, really well. We've covered a lot of shows and uh, a lot of movies, and it's been a lot of fun. A lot of reality TV, which is our bread and butter. The middle-aged white women love us. <laughs> they, they they love our bachelor content. You got to get uh, your wings a lot somewhere, you know. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, do you, uh, Neebs? Do you feel like you know? It just anyone can have a podcast these days. I feel like I feel like there is a seat for every butt. It's like you know, you make a podcast. Like I really believe that it is one of those things where, like, uh, what's that movie? If you build it, they will come. Yeah, just go out there, feel build dreams. it, and you'll yeah, feel the dreams, and they will come. Like you know, that's uh, I thought I was going to get a bunch of brown people to follow my podcast. Turned out to be middle aged white women, right? I, I built it, they came. That's that's all that matters. And I mean, I demographic. It. I mean, what a demographic. Yeah, yeah, you got to tap into the whatever demographic. I I don't know what our demographics yeah. are, but um, you know. I'm glad that I you, love that. I love the analytics. That. I love like looking at them every month and looking at like the age difference. And like, I'm like an engineer. So I'm like a math guy. And I'm like, whoa, this is so fascinating. And it's like, this season was really bad for the show. And it also was really bad for our podcast. So it's really funny how all of that stuff correlates. I love that. I love that. I'm, it is I'm, nuts. I finally took a look at mine the other day. And I always thought that I was in my age range. I thought that's what who I was filming for. Yeah. No, my demographic is much younger. <laughs> What I thought so it was funny. what it was. So yeah, it's interesting. I mean, all it, I you know, know if 
I was going to say, all I know is if my demographic is all men, I must be doing something wrong. <laughs> my thought too. Yes. It was my thought too. I, was, I, I keep always seeing my, my female demographic yeah. go up and I'm like, yes, I'm, I'm doing something well here. Right. Go. It's like, if, yeah. if it's all male, like I must have bad opinions. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of true. Like what we aim for on the key is like a pretty, pretty, you know, diverse, diverse group. And I hope we're accessing that and like actually hitting that. But yeah, I mean, it is a thing like on TikTok when you can see your analytics. I'm trying to look it up right now um, of like who's following you. Like, yeah. I know and from people, where too. you know, we uh, compare the percent followers. Yeah, on my TikTok, then again, I've been kind of neglecting it. 83% male, 17 female. I'm not happy about that. I'm not happy. Mm. I, I am 50-50. It's wild. Yeah, that's TikTok. pretty impressive. That's a yeah. good split. And most it, of my most of my big cities are from the East Coast. I always thought I was doing it West Coast style, but no, everyone on the East Coast is following. Maybe me. it's no the one time. Coast is following me. I'm yeah, actually maybe it's huge, the time frames. I'm actually huge in Canada. I'm like, whoa, Canadians what? like me. <laughs> Canadians yeah. love you, man. Uh, I would I would love for us to like. It would be kind of cool if like in Canada, Neebs's face is on billboards. He doesn't even know. He doesn't even know. He doesn't know. even know. Driving through. Like, oh my yeah. god! Look. You know, so funny. Uh, and there's like salons where like middle-aged white women are getting their their uh, <laughs> hair done, and like, and the, there's a poster of you on the wall, and they're like, that would be so funny. That'd be great. <laughs> I would, that'd be fantastic. They're just listening to it while they cut hair. Yeah, that's that's the dream. Did you hear the latest news? Like, oh my god, yeah, you're right. Oh, oh, it's like, have you told? Have you have you told him how much you like him? And it's like, no, I'm I'm too shy. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I haven't posted a comment yet. I'm going to though. Yeah, I would. I would go there for a free haircut. That's what. That's what I'll do. All <laughs> the reality you, shows that I cover. You come out with a Karen Bob. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, what an um, episode that would be. That would I. Be best. I. <laughs> it's it's funny that your a lot of your content needs is Bachelor stuff because uh, your podcast is called Salam Nerds, and I guess you're nerding out on Bachelor stuff. Uh, do you feel Do you feel like refreshed though when you're like talking about comic book stuff? As opposed yeah, to I, stuff? I, I loved I love to keep it different because we have a love hate relationship with the reality shows. So I, we partially love them, but we partially hate them. And we're always calling out the problematic parts of the show. Uh, like this one show that just came out. It's called Milf Manor. If I tell oh you about God. this show, you guys would not believe me. You would think it's an SNL skit, but it's basically they get moms and they get their sons. And then the moms want to date younger guys. The guys want to date older women. And the only uh, catch is their moms are on the show too. So they have to watch their sons date older men. And the moms have to watch their moms date younger men. And yeah. it's it's wild. It's bananas. It's the worst show on television, but I can't stop watching it. It's a train wreck. Like oh if, when I tell you some of the things to do, like they had a bunch of men uh, cover their face. And the women had to fill up their abs and they have to figure out which one is their son. So that's one. The second one, riveting, they, they, they would throw television. down, they would throw down underwear and the men would have to pick out which one is their moms. Like, All right, we're gonna pivot. We're gonna pivit. We're gonna pivot. We're gonna we're there's gonna so much therapy there. Like they get they get assigned therapy afterwards, right? Like, yeah. I assume there's a lot of talking after. I uh, watch these shows so people don't have to. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for that. Cause I I'm good. Um Shazam, Fury of the Gods, the sequel to Shazam. I don't know what year the first Shazam came out. Um, 2019, 18? Was it 2000? It was pre it was pre-COVID. Yeah, was pre-COVID. I thought so. Yeah. It was okay. like 2018, 19. I think 19, I think. Okay. Oh, okay. It was right before, right? Um, yeah, yeah, it was right before. How'd you guys like Neebs? I'm not even sure about your your uh uh, uh experience with the character. 
Uh, for anyone out there who doesn't know, the character was originally called Captain Marvel. Right. And he was not owned by DC Comics. He was owned by Fawcett Comics. Uh, Michael, feel free to jump in in case I get no, anything yeah, wrong. Please go. Owned by Fawcett yeah. Comics. He was literally a a competitor of Superman as, as far as comics. He was outselling Superman. He was about a kid yep. who gets the powers of the gods. Very Superman-esque, but as a kid, right? Um, and then DC ends up buying Fawcett. Uh, at the same time, Marvel Comics is out. Marvel Comics creates Captain Marvel, which is Marvel, the Creed. Marvel. Uh, right. Then there ends up being this licensing dispute. Uh, Billy Batson is still Captain Marvel to a pretty recent point. Then they have to pivot to the name Shazam. Shazam used to be the wizard's name. Captain Marvel is the superhero's name, and he has to say Shazam to turn. But nowadays i think we've we've gotten over that and now it's like okay i get uh, dc's accepted defeat they're like all right our character is now shazam or i think now he's the captain the captain yeah it was a, it was a trademark thing like dc can still call him Cap- captain marvel in the in the comics that's not a, that's not an issue it's the fact that they, they can't promote it they, they can't, can't title it on the a book comic. or anything yeah they could put mm-hmm. it on a title of a book or on a billboard or anything so they don't use it but now they don't even call him captain marvel they're just like yeah no they just they went away from that they did in young justice so even up until 2011 uh they were still using captain marvel everywhere so um yeah it's 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 interesting it's very interesting they can still do it if they want but they don't there was a reference to it in the movie yeah what what did they say in the movie it was the original actor yeah yeah oh yeah the original actor called him captain marvel yeah the older guy with the red shirt with the yellow Wait, did he call him? Did I miss that? Because I'm so used to the name. He called him Captain yeah. Marvel. He yeah, called he called him, him Captain, Captain Marvel. Marvel. Yeah, I missed it. I I saw him. I knew that. I didn't catch that they. It was the wrong name. I'm so used to it. Um, yeah. It's so it's so weird. Uh, Michael, as a comic book fan, how did you like the first movie? Uh, as a comic fan and just as a movie goer, I I liked it. It was very fun. It was. I mean, it wasn't genre changing, but especially for DC, it was a great kind of break from what DC's uh, feeling was at the time, right? Like what they were trying to put out was this like dark and broody uh, with stuff like uh, Man of Steel and then uh, Batman v Superman coming out in the Justice League after. But like, yeah, it was great. It was funny. I think it was clever. Um, it was like, like I said, a breath, breath of fresh air for the first one, for sure. And then as a common fan, they added so much uh, Easter egg stuff, which is very fun. Yeah. The first, the first Shazam was one of my favorite DC movies, mostly yeah. because I don't like the edgy, hardcore, gloomy, grumpy, like DC universe. Yeah. And I mean, humor different from what they're doing now, especially like stuff with like Peace, Peacemaker yeah. and Suicide Squad, kind of like over the top aggressive humor uh this is i know shazam was just fun and light it was nice yeah neebs did you like the first movie yeah i actually did i I really liked the first movie i thought it was a wholesome take on the whole dc franchise and i thought it was really fun something that the whole family can watch together um i really liked the idea of found family and you know the way his family kind of you know supported him at the at the very end and his foster parents how they support him i thought it was really really good um it was really entertaining to watch. And, you know, other than his mom being a horrible person, I thought everybody in the freaking in the freaking movie was great. <laughs> I, I forgot about that. Yeah, uh, I like 
I liked the first movie. In fact, I think we, again, this is pre-pandemic peak, but like, I think we, uh, we covered it on our podcast uh, uh, back then. But um, I, yeah, no, I loved it. I got this shirt for it. Um, and, and, you know, it, it's weird though, that it's been so many years now. It's been four years. Yeah. That's, that's wild. I mean, you can kind of, you can see it in the child actors, right? Um, yeah. Now, what were you guys' expectations coming into this movie? Before you even saw it? Michael, you want to go first? Sure. My expectations. Um, I, I don't. This is my my thing when going into, especially like superhero movies. I I'll watch like the first, maybe the second trailer, and then I don't see anything else going else in, especially reviewers. So I was trying to go in as you know with little expectations possible, just like the other one, the first one I did. To be honest with you, uh, and I don't know it. it how do I put this? And I I liked to be. Are we just gonna go in the movie? Are we ready? Like, I mean, yeah. Yeah, spoilers I mean, and all. Yeah, I yeah, I liked I liked the, I enjoyed the movie. I enjoyed okay. it. It I was entertained by the movie. Yeah. The only thing that kind of got me about this movie was the fact that like you can feel it was supposed to be tied into the universe and it's not going to be. So like it just kind of left me hanging. Like especially the endings and like I don't know, but the feel of the movie was fine. It wasn't. I would never say it's a good movie, but it was fun. I enjoyed it. Um, would someone ask, someone came up to me? He's like, "Should I go see it?" I was like, "Probably not," but like I enjoyed it. Uh, right off the top, because this is the beginning of the thing, and we'll we'll be able to explain it later. Out of ten, what would you give it? Out of ten, yeah. Uh, like, are we talking like a movie? You can scale expl- or you can explain scale? it throughout this episode, but at least to start off with, what out of ten? Okay. I uh, four out of ten. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. For All me, right. my personal scale. Yeah. My personal yeah. scale. Yeah. No, no one's gonna get on your case. It's okay. okay. You wouldn't <laughs> okay. recommend people to see it. You're saying. Uh, it depends. Yeah, it depends on who's asking. But yeah, normally it's it. Wait till it comes out on streaming. Probably. That's fair. If you wanted to see it. Yeah, that's fair. Neebs. Uh. Just like short answer, and then out of ten, what would you what would you give this one? All right, so I had the opposite effect because I actually had a lot of stuff spoiled for me in their own trailers. Like I hated that. I saw that afterwards. (laughs) I saw it afterwards, and I'm like, I'm so glad I didn't get spoiled. Uh, That got spoiled. The end credits got spoiled. A lot of things got spoiled for me. So I watched this whole movie, and I'm like, okay, I pretty much saw the whole movie in, in commercial. Like, I can put the whole movie together in my head just by watching the commercials, right? So yeah. I, I that's what I kind of killed it for me. So I don't usually grade things out of, like, 10. I usually, I would give it a C. This this movie is a C. I, okay. If you want, you I would say that's, what, a 6 maybe? So that's usually what I would grade it. It was enjoyable, uh, but I would not spend $22 to go see it. I would, I would wait. I have AMC A-list. So I never feel like bad movies cost me anything. Even though it does, I know it does. It costs me a monthly membership. But like, I'm just always I like, like to, I like to pay because I like to get into the mindset of somebody who actually paid money for this movie. And hmm. I'd be like, okay, if you left your house and you paid $23 and you got popcorn and you, you brought your family, would you feel like this was a good investment of your night? And that helped me review movies. I would. Because that's who I make, sure. that's who I review movies for. I mean, I get that. Like, for me, I have to go, is this, was this a waste of my time? Other people mm-hmm. have to go, is this a waste of my time and my money? I get right. it. 
That being said, I would recommend just AMC A-list to anyone out there who wants. We're not getting oh, yeah. paid I or sponsored that. by AMC A-list. I wish I we were. Those. I'm looking into it. But uh, you got a big family, get everybody AMC A-list. Whatever. Yeah. Or get yeah. one person AMC A-list and get points off of every other tickets that you buy. Whatever. The point being is, I don't know. Uh, you would give it a six out of ten. A C. Right? Yeah, C. Yeah. Okay. Uh I came out of the movie being like, it was an eight. I gave it an eight. It was high. It was high, you know? Uh, But only because, and this is something that I had mentioned earlier, um, um, but basically, I think if you like the first movie, you'll like this one, mostly. There's a 95% overlap. I think 5% of the people who would like the first movie would not like the second movie. But I think that roughly, if it's a like or not like, I think there's a 95% overlap. Sure, sure. I feel like origin movies are a little bit easier because people are learning about the characters, learning about everything and how everything's going about and then how he got their powers. Like, it's really hard to go wrong with that. It's the second movies where you can't depend on that and you got to really bring it to the next level. And I don't think this movie really took it to the next level. It was more of the same. I mean, yeah, I definitely have a lot of critiques. More critiques than you would think would come out of an 8 out of 10 movie. 8 out of 10 might oh, be yeah. my enjoyment. I have some you know? critiques as well. Are we going to do that? Or critiques and likes? Is it, I mean, is yeah, we're, we're, I mean, we got time to go go over everything. But like, I uh, I forget what Neebs was going to say because I was going to jump onto that, uh, what Neebs just said. Um, that it was more of the same? That oh, more of the origin same. movies are easier? I don't like origin movies. Uh, really? It's not like I actively dislike them, but I think origin movies, I keep wanting to be like, just get to it, just get to it, just get to it. Just Is it because like, you already know the origin? Uh, it yeah, like, might be, but it's also like, I want to see I want to see a hero be the hero. I don't want to see how Lex Luthor worked his way up to being bald. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, sure. I feel like sure. a, a lot of like a lot of superhero content does that where I'm like, I don't need the origin story for Clark's glasses. Like, I don't need him to work. His, like Zack Snyder's goal for like his whole like Justice League trilogy is at the end of it. Clark is Superman. And I'm like, what? Why do we need three Justice League movies to get him to the point where like he's the Superman that we know and deserve? We don't need that. You know, hero's journey. I, I don't know. But the hero, uh, like, so origin his, his weird view of the hero's journey. I don't know. Yeah, but for the hero's me, journey has those three, three, three hills. So three movies. There you go. It depends on the second. Like the second movie is the sophomore album, right? Like it either it either cements it or it's like no, that's all you had, right? I feel yeah. like the second movie is that. Like, how can you take what you built on and make it better? I I like Deadpool too. I think Deadpool too expands on Deadpool 1. And sure. thus I like yeah, Deadpool sure. 2 better sure. than Deadpool 1. Um whether this movie did that, I don't know. Empire Strikes Back did that. Yeah. It expanded and and made it better, right? But Back to the Future movies did that. Yep. Terminator. Terminator? Yeah, yeah Terminator. Oh, I mean, yeah. yeah. Are we just are we naming our our Alien? movies that are better than the right. like sequels that are better than the first? Toy Story are 2. Are we doing that? Toy Story 2. <laughs> 
Well, yeah, Toy Story Two. I agree with that one a lot, actually. Yeah. Some people don't. I feel Some... like I feel like I feel like Toy Story Two just gets better and better as it goes along, and then fourth happened. <laughs> oh, with number th- oh like, yeah, three. Toy Story One, Two, and Three are great, and then yeah, yeah, number four happened. Yeah, I, I mean, four that. is four is still better than one, and I'm okay with that. Well, I mean, it, we're getting another Toy Story, like. So we're we just doing the Fast and Furious toy Toy Story. Like, is that what we're doing? Two toy, two furious. Two toy, two story. <laughs> I can't yeah. wait for Toy Story ten. It's gonna be great. I I can't wait. Oh, I'm I'm hoping on Toy Story five that the S in story is a five. Mm, nice. That's what you I live need for. To be on these marketing teams, I live Look I good. live for that. Like Scream Scream VI or whatever that came out recently. Uh, Scream six. Oh right? yeah, six. Yeah, it's the six. VI is part of the M. I live for yeah. that. <laughs> like you that, get that do you also get enjoyment when you hear the name of the movie in the movie i i there watched it there, it there it is there it is <laughs> i mean not really but like i watched white, <laughs> I, I watched white men can't jump uh last night and in the yeah. movie wesley snipes goes white men can't jump and i'm like that's the title oh, oh he said it he said it um so with this movie, this this uh uh we get the full Shazamly right at, at full power, right? And that's kind of something that I liked about it. Uh do you guys like the Shazamly? Are they yeah? So so here's yeah. my thing. Yeah, I like the family more than I like Zachary Levi because yes. I feel like <laughs> yes, because I feel like every adult tries to become the person they are younger, but Zachary Levi is just being Zachary Levi as a kid. He's not He's trying totally to be Billy different. Batson. He's totally different, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Who's he's who's, the only one? Who's the best? Who's the best um, kid to adult like actor? Darla. Darla. Really? Darla. Yeah, With, definitely not, Darla. No yeah. question. Make, make, Darla. Being good. Yeah, is phenomenal doing what she's doing. Absolutely amazing. I mean, I, I think I think she's great. Like she's one of my top. But I think it's Adam Brody. I think it's 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 he did it's a good Freddy, job. Too. Like, um, what's his name? Jack Dylan Gray, Grazer. Fraser, uh, the actor, yeah, the kid, yeah, I don't remember. Um, his personality and Adam Brody's personality are the same when they switch. So, I yeah. in my I, head, I'm like, it's seamless, it's the most yeah. seamless. I have a thing with that, like, I, I like Zach, uh, Zachary Levi doing Shazam, but I see your guys's point, I see it in my mind for some reason. This was getting me to accept it, I think, a lot more in my mind is he's doing like a Peter Parker thing, right? Where when Peter Parker is Spider-Man, he's like more himself, I guess. When he's Billy Batson, he's definitely more reserved. He's not as cool. So they seem a little different than they would be together where, you know, uh, Freddie is just always Freddie. And so he translates yeah. very well between right. him between the two. So that was that's my reasoning for it. But yeah, I definitely see what, what you're saying. He's definitely different from his, you know, Billy Batson self to his Shazam self. Yeah. And it, and it throws out the character more. It doesn't seem the same. Yeah, I definitely oh. understand. Did you notice that like Zachary Levi like hammed it up like tenfold in this movie versus the first one? Mm-hmm. Did you guys mm-hmm. notice that? I would agree. Yeah. Like, like every time he's on camera in this, he's talk he's talking like this. I'm a kid. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I am really tired of Zachary <laughs> Levi. It's 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 sad. <laughs> it. Does it have to do a little bit with his off-screen antics? A little bit, yeah. What about but his also, off-screen antics? I don't follow him too much. He's he's I I I think he I don't he's 
he's been liking anti-vaxxer stuff, posting anti-vaxxer stuff. Oh, is he? Uh, okay. He's been on Joe Rogan. And then people are coming out with their own problematic stories of him, um, okay. of, of just of like viewpoints, not as far as we know, not anything um, physical, but still like kind of just weird, like Joe yeah. Rogan type stuff. Got he he, he does it. a lot of reply to people's like uh, tweets and stuff, which is like, bro, you you don't really need to go after this troll. Just like chill. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he, he comes at them with a little bit of like sass and it comes off really weird. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Um, and I just get this vibe that he thinks he's cooler than he is. You know? I, mean, I imagine that of a lot of big actors, writers, directors, when people are saying how awesome, amazing you are all the time, you're going to get a full head most, most of the time. So I'd imagine that's what it was. Not an excuse for it, but yeah. it's not surprising. To and me. a huge discrepancy of who he actually is, though. Like, I feel like there's a bigger discrepancy. Like, if people say Brad Pitt thinks he's cooler than he is, it's like, well, Brad Pitt has been pretty cool. Uh, so the discrepancy can't be that huge. Yeah, yeah. Same thing with Tom Cruise. I'm like, well, have you jumped on a plane and, like, <laughs> right. held on to it from, like, outside? <laughs> yeah. Props to him, sure. you know? Uh, sure. I I want to believe Zachary Levi is cool, but I don't think it's shown that. Yeah. Also, he did something with his last name about trying to make it Jewish or less oh, Jewish there was that like whole that. controversy. Yeah, yeah, you're right. So his, that, that isn't his last name, right? No, he, he Levi is a a traditionally Jewish last name, yeah. and he changed his last name to Levi in order to get more work in Hollywood. Was that not his middle name? He did. He literally just changed. He's his not last Jewish. Name. That's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can have a name with not having that same background, I guess, but. I think there are certain names that are specifically. I think he said in an interview that he did it to sound more Jewish, which was. No, no. Yeah. Not, I'm not yeah. trying to down, downplay that. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure he did. Yeah. yeah. He's also like, he's also, I think, hardcore evangelical Christian. Uh, so that's a huge other end of like, that's a huge jump. And it just makes you wonder. Sure. <laughs> but no, I don't think Levi. Well, I don't know if Levi's his middle name. But anyway, um. How'd you guys feel? Okay, so so the the Shazamly have been pretty cool. Um how were the villains to you guys? Uh I, I feel like the uh, Daughters of Atlas was was pretty cool. I didn't know Lucy Lou was gonna be in this movie. I feel like they should have promoted that a little bit more because she is a big name. Uh really surprised they didn't, you know, do that. Uh but yeah, I I like the villains. Uh, I kind of saw the you know Anne turning. I thought that was a little obvious, but you know whatever. Um, yeah, I mean I, I like it. I, it was nothing to complain about, but nothing to write home about either. It was good. Yeah, Michael. Yeah, yeah. Um, if I liked them too, like I really did. Um, I thought they were fun. I liked you know the whole. Lucy Liu being like the evil one out of the three and then the redemption of Heron Million, uh, uh, Helen, uh, Miran's character. But um, it just seemed like a movie that was meant to be a Black Adams in it and he was written out and he was never supposed <laughs> to be, yeah, right? Like it felt like this was supposed to be the next movie where Black Adam was actually probably supposed to show up and they, but Adam Rock was like, no, I'm going to have my own movie. Like, okay, fine. Then we'll come up with something else. Like, and this, this seems very last minute. Mm -hmm. uh, villainy into me just because it was just out of nowhere and didn't seem very integrated into the story too much besides the whole god thing i guess 
But yeah. I liked it. I thought it was like I said at the beginning, I was very entertained by the movie. Yeah. Do we all I don't know how you guys uh fall on Black Adam, but I didn't like it. Like <laughs> I didn't like Black Adam. I thought it was a waste of potential. I thought uh the rock was an egomaniac. Um I like the Justice Society. I enjoyed yeah, the Justice Society. The just, yeah. yeah, but they still weren't like used to their full potential. Oh, I completely agree with that. Yeah, and they I were always playing second fiddle to Black Adam, which yeah. sucks. Yeah. It was kind of like let's just see make the rock like the most badass superhero of all time. Cause if you see Shazam and you see Black Adam, you're like, they're supposed to be equals. They do not look equal. <laughs> they do not at all look they, like they would be equals. Get yeah, out of here. I can agree with that. I can agree with that wholeheartedly. It's because the Black Adam or Black Adam, but it's because the rock is an egomaniac and he wants to just always be better than everybody. That's his just his thing. No one can ever be better than him in anything. Yeah, well, no one can ever beat him. Doing. None of that. And it sucks because it's like he's the people Black Adam is Sh- is Shazam, Captain Marvel's arch nemesis. Right. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. Like, this movie felt like this was supposed to be where Black Adam shows up. Didn't. So they no. had to come up with something else. Yeah. Um it I I knew that Black Adam wasn't going to come around. Like Oh yeah, no. I that, knew that that wasn't yeah. going to happen. Like he wants to fight Darkseid. Like I think like like the Rock wants Black Adam to fight Darkseid. He's like I don't need to fight Shazam. Yeah. And it's <laughs> so weird. It's yeah. so weird. I don't know. Uh it's it, it it's weird to think that that's how it is. That's fine. I'd rather take Steven in this movie than Black Adam anyway. So I'm totally, the pen, the pen. Um, oh. Oh, the pen. <laughs> yeah, I'd rather take Steven in this movie than Black Adam, so I'm, I'm yeah. fine. It was fine. So I liked when I when I originally heard the daughters of Atlas were gonna be in this movie, that that was the like just those are the villains. I was like, oh, I get what they're doing. He has the powers of Atlas, they're gonna take back what their father's powers were, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, like I knew that as the premise, and I thought that was like a really cool idea. The gods coming back to take their powers back. Sure. Um, the execution was a little bit more flat than I wanted it to be. Sure, it was flatter. I agree. Yeah. It was a. It's a. It's a little bit thrown together movie. Again, it has heart. The movie has heart to it. Uh, it's it's enjoyable to watch. It's fun. You can watch it with anybody. So like that's that's a nice thing about this. You can have you know your kids, your nephews, nieces come in. You know, enjoy the movie. It's fun. It's crazy. Uh, it's silly. They ride unicorns at the end. That's fantastic. Like it's 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 a fun movie. But yeah, it's not to the standards of what superhero movies have become and or have been before, or even just a good action movie. Yeah, it's it falls a little bit for me. Let's just say you don't need the wisdom of Solo Man to enjoy Solo this Man. <laughs> uh, it's it's funny, it's funny that you say that because I keep I kept wondering before they actually mentioned it, why isn't Shazam smart? Mm-hmm. Because that's the big difference between his 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 character in the comics versus here. He has the wisdom of Solomon in the comics. Right, he can speak every language in the comics. Yeah. yeah. And he has yeah. like <laughs> tactical kind yeah. of knowledge. He's silly like a kid. Like there's right. a difference between like knowledge and wisdom, right? That's that's yeah. the thing, right. right? 
And so like, he knows all this stuff. He just doesn't know how to put it into practice very well. And that's where that experience, the lack of experience coming in, right? Cause yeah. he's a kid, Yeah. but uh, he knows this stuff, but this one, yeah, he doesn't know anything. He schooled the justice league on many occasions. If you watched like the uh, justice unlimited cartoons and stuff. Oh my like God. That. When he like, shows up in that. Oh my God. Yeah. Yes. So good. Yes. When Superman gets upset at him. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Super good. Right. It, it, the movie doesn't have that. Like Wisdom of no. Solomon is not a thing. And it's kind of funny because so out of the out of the um set S A J Z A M six uh gods or whatever, Solomon's the only one who's not a god. Yeah. Mm. Right? I mean, there are some demigods, but for the most part, it's it's, yeah, it's Hercules, what right? wisdom of yeah. Solomon, it's uh strength of Hercules, it's uh stamina of Atlas, power of Zeus. Courage of Achilles, speed of Mercury. Well, Achilles right. isn't a god, right? He was a person. Yeah, Achilles is a demigod. Yeah. But uh, was Achilles a demigod? Yeah. Um, I think his father was Zeus. But well, I should I, tell I, that to Brad Pitt Troy. All right. His, his, his mom dipped him in the in the little thing. Yeah, into the animals. river sticks, I think. Got it. All yeah. Right. Um, but basically, Solomon is a biblical character. Yeah. 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 Or a or a religious character. I don't know if he's in other texts. Yeah, he in Islam he is uh, Salman, and he definitely does have uh, prophetic powers. He's a prophet. Yeah. Was is is he also in Islam? The one where the baby, like the the mothers come and they fight over the baby, and he's like, "Well, we'll split the baby into two. And they're like, "Uh, one of them's like, yeah, yeah. never mind, she can have it." And they're like, "Okay, that's yeah. the mother." That's the same one. Yeah. Okay. But like, so I I thought it was weird that he doesn't have the wisdom of Solomon. They don't say Solomon is dead or has his powers taken. They just kind of, is it because he's a religious uh, uh, figure? I guess. Yeah, I don't know. It's because it, they even mentioned it in the movie, right? That was a joke in the movies that you're not smart, but you should be. And yeah. Then they just leave it hanging. Like, okay, cool, I guess. Like, it, uh, yeah, there's. He has all these other powers. He's indestructible and everything. He has lightning powers, but where's that one? I think I think it's because they don't want. I I think it's because they don't want the powers being taken from biblical figures. Like, I mean, maybe, I, yeah. like, can you imagine? Why mention like, it all? Take take the powers of Jesus. Yeah, like what? Jazan. Marvel Comics does that very well. He's. Never mind. We don't have to. That. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> but yeah. I, I think that might be. Right. I think that might be the thing. I don't. I don't know. Anyway, I thought it was weird. Yeah, there's a lot of weird things about this movie. There. Yeah. Well, okay. Like, what are what are some weird uh, stuff about this movie, Michael? Um, I like uh, some of the weird things about this movie. Like I said, I felt really like this movie was leaving me hanging. Obviously, because just going into it, it's not the movie's fault. Going into it when they made it they yeah. were planning on having it involved in the big dc universe yeah. that obviously i'm not changed. counting it out i'm not counting it out by the way i have thoughts I know. we can go I, over yeah, it later we, but there's still phase one stuff right that james gunn's like we haven't announced yet these are just, all we know is the stuff that i've been thinking about so far yes of course um but i don't think it's going to happen with the box office reviews does this happen either i don't know if dc is going to let that happen either but uh yeah, it just felt super left hanging with with what's going on. Uh, the end credit scenes and the the, the mid credit scene, the post credit scene was just fell off very hard for me, especially because um, with the with the villains, it should have been a Black Adam villain, and it just didn't for me. And and um, I would have liked Mister Mind. There, 
Yeah, Miss Wright's fine. Um, it's funny again. It fits the character of the movie of the fill of the movie, sure. Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, like it. What am I trying to say? It it felt very. Um, yeah, it was lacking for me. Oh, I didn't like the one little small thing. I guess they they, you didn't see the Billy Batson actor as much in this movie as the right. first one. Right. He was definitely almost all Zachary Levy. The, the yeah. Time. Yeah. I, I I like when he changes. I like the Shazam. Like I like that stuff. Like that's that's fun. One of my favorite scenes is when he jumps off the building and says Shazam. That scene, that moment is just yeah. so good, right? Yeah. Uh, we didn't have something like that. I thought that was uh, lacking. Oh, yeah. The Them being able to take away their powers so easily. Like the first time happening, I get that. But then like like try to avoid it more. Like it's just, they took away their powers way too easily. Should play more felt... dodgeball. Yeah, <laughs> I guess not. Yeah. But like, I don't know. Again, the wisdom of Solomon, you should be able to find something. They all should be. They don't have the wisdom of Solomon. That's what I'm trying to say. Oh, you said they just don't have it at all. I don't. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. They do not have the wisdom of Solomon. That is not an accessible power. Oh, that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. All right. That's odd. Even more odd for me then. I don't think the movie does a good job of making that clear. I think they just half-ass it. Yeah. Yeah. Like like I mentioned earlier, like it's just a joke. They left hanging. Like, right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Also, I didn't realize, and they talk about it in this in this movie. I didn't realize in the first one he never gets a name in the first one. Yeah, yeah. I mean it makes sense because he can't even say his own name. Once he says his name, he turns. Yeah. It's a terrible so superhero can't. name for himself. He can't tell people his superhero can't name. Tell or people he... his name. Yeah. yeah, it's it's funny because that is what happened in the comics back in the day. So there was Billy Batson would turn to Captain Marvel if he says Shazam. Mary would turn into Mary Marvel. If she says Shazam, but then Freddie gets the power of, uh, of Captain Marvel Jr. And he has to say Captain Marvel yeah. to transform. He doesn't say Shazam. So Freddie, Captain Marvel Jr. can't say his own name without transforming. Right. And so he and would go nice by late, later. It, he becomes well, he goes as CM3. I also and, like that they call him Captain Everything Jr. I, he does a little throwback to Captain Marvel yeah, Jr. Yeah. Oh yeah, the kitten. The kitten is named Tawny, which is their talkie. Tiger. Oh yeah, talkie Tawny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, yeah. the kitten is named Tawny. Yeah, I didn't realize that. characters as yeah, Tawny, oh, who's Tony. who's their like in the comics. There's a tiger part of their family that like stands up and fights along with them, and his name is Tawny. And so yeah. I think that was that was fun. I like that stuff, but that's the comic book side of me. Yeah. You know what I think is really funny? I like they all the kids transform, so you can't really know who their secret identity is, except for Mary, who looks exactly the same. Yeah. So like, how can people not figure out who she is? Is it two different actors? It's okay. The same actress. Yeah, it's the same actor, right? Yeah. Yes, it's yeah. the same actress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, the story behind that is in the first movie, if you remember, they they were two actresses. When she powers up, she becomes uh actress Michelle Borth, I believe is her name. Um in this movie, she just is herself. Yeah. They kicked out Michelle Borth because she was pro-insurrection on her Instagram. Oh, that's what that oh, was? The January 6th? Yeah. Oh, damn. Yeah. Oh, shoot. She I thought it was just because the actress aged up. They don't need a different actor anymore. I mean. Because that's, that's the point of this power, right? Is you grow up to your full potential. Like, this is what they'll look like as adults. Right? But, so. Yeah. It makes sense. Like, because you see that in like Kingdom Come, right? When Billy's an adult, he looks like Shazam. All he needs to say is Shazam, and he gets a cape. But yeah. like Mary Marvel, like she's grown up. She's in, she wants to be in college now, so this is what she's gonna look like. So of course, right. 
it makes sense not to use the different actress again, but right. that's crazy. I didn't know that part of it. Yeah, that's I thought the they the did scenes. it because of your reason. That's wild. Yeah, I mean, it, it works, but it's also... Yeah, it works, yeah. And also, I'm so glad it works because... <laughs> Woo! Yeah. yeah. Um, that's a nice costume. <laughs> she's also the only one who has her own costume style. Like, everybody yeah. else has yeah. the same style. She has well, a high a high collar with the skirt, and I'm like, yeah. she Ming- designed Ming-Good it. Doesn't have sleeves. That's right. Manga doesn't have Ming-Good sleeves, but she still sleeves. has. The, the girls drop. have different costumes. The girls have different costumes. Um, also, I'm, I gotta say, the first uh, Shazam costume was horrible. You can see the <laughs> muscle padding and everything. It yeah. looks so terrible. Yeah. For everybody, or yeah, just for Zachary Levi? I don't remember, but I know for Zachary Levi, it looked really bad. Yeah, they are much better. Yeah, they are much better. They are much, much better. better now. Um, but uh, what was I saying? Um, I mean, yes, both Megan Good and her. Cool. Oh yeah, thumbs up. Great. But also, if you know you like nice chiseled men, I mean, yeah, they're you yeah. know look at they're look filling at the out those here. costumes. There you go. Yeah, there's no something complaints. for everybody. You know, I agree. I agree. Um, for everybody. Did you know that DJ Katrona? was originally going to play Superman in George Miller's Justice League Mortals movie. That one I did know, yes. No. no. So the guy who played Pedro, the guy who yeah. Pedro, the adult Pedro, was supposed to be Superman. Wow. Um, just a, just, That's just a side note. Justice League Mortal was shelved, but they all had costumes and everything made. They got that far before. They filmed for like two months. Oh, did they actually film? Yeah, they were all there. Like, what's his Army Hammer before he turned or before he discovered that he was super evil? Like, uh, had interviews about it. He's yeah. like, we we were down there for like two months. He was saying like, we were filming, we were ready, to, you know, we were doing it, and then they canceled us out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah, wow. they were they were they were there. This was back in this was Justice League Mortals was back uh, like 2011, 2012, maybe, maybe. But like Army Hammer was supposed to be Batman. Yeah. And uh, DJ Catrona was Superman. Actress Megan Gale was Wonder Woman. Adam Brody was Flash. Um, uh, Santiago Cabrera, if you remember him from um, Heroes, he was yeah. supposed to be Aquaman. Isaac hmm. Isaac Mendez from Heroes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And oh, then Common yeah. Common was Green Lantern. Yeah. Oh, and Anton Yelchin was Wally West. So they had both Barry Allen and Wally West in it. Oh, wow. Interesting. Yeah. Huh. Anyway, worth looking up uh, there. Also, it would have been cool to have a Hispanic Superman. Yeah. yeah. You know? Um, but, he's but, so much shorter, so shout out to Short Kings. <laughs> is he, is he short? Go. Yeah. He looks short in this movie. I'm gonna, he looked I'm gonna like look the same height as like Mary Marvel. Yeah, he's 5'10". Yeah. Mary Marvel also has um, heels, heels on, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, she is 5'7". Damn, that's a heel. All right. Cool. Yeah. Uh, and she always flies. She does this, like, floating thing, you know? Mm. Um, I mean, I have thoughts about, like, where I would have taken this, but, like, I don't... I don't know. Did you guys have favorite moments? I like the moment where uh, he was like 
took out the picture of the family and he was like, oh yeah, the handsome one. And he's like, oh, that one? <laughs> yeah. Oh, <no. laughs> the, the guy handsome one. <laughs> well, they, the, I, I the, and then he pointed to who, who'd they... They point to the um, what do you want to call it? The uh, the Chinese guy. Yeah, the, she, he was the most handsome one, and then he, they pointed to Pedro. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. I like. Is that it a lot. Ross Butler? I think. Yeah, Ross Butler is the yeah, actor's name. Ross Butler. He was on yeah. um, he was on the first season of Riverdale, and then uh, uh, they recast him. He was also on the Thirteen Reasons Why, right? Yeah, I think he yeah, left yeah. Riverdale for Thirteen Reasons Why. I think makes sense. Yeah. Um, I don't want to see these guys go personally. Like I don't. Yeah. Yeah. I like them. When, I like I was, I'm always pessimistic about these things just because I, I try to see the market and the trends a lot. So I don't, I don't want them to go. Uh, when I said that, you know, I don't think they're going to actually use them again. That was kind of the big falling off for me. Uh, I want, I like them. I like the family. I think they mesh very, very well together. I think yeah. this would be very interesting to continue. They're funny. I think DC needs a good, funny, lighthearted movie. And I think they have it. Uh, I just don't know what direction James Gunn's going. He's kind of a loose cannon right now for me. I don't know what what's what's going to happen. He's, no, so his he, universe. You're saying loose cannon. He's a wild card. I feel like he knows what he's going to do. He's cool. He's crazy, man. He's Charlie. He's gonna do whatever he wants. Wild card, bitches. Yeah, he's gonna do whatever he wants, man. He, it's, it's just him now. You know, doing, yeah. doing whatever he wants. It's gonna go but crazy. I mean, I, I think he has a plan. Maybe not for them, but generally for the DC universe. But him and sure. Zachary Levi are besties. So are they they're really, really good friends? That's what Zachary Levi said. He said in an interview that like they're my best friends. So if they don't want me, that's going to be really awkward. And Zachary <laughs> Levi had said that, you know, when people look at the Twitter right now, look at the Twitter page. He's saying stuff. I think uh, Brandon uh, Davis was like, oh, I like this movie, but it doesn't seem like it's going to have direction. And then he retweeted it and said, well, that depends on how well this do. We don't know yet. It might go somewhere. So he's trying to make people think that, you know, if the movie does really well, Shazam's not going to go away. Yeah. I it's not doing very well in, that, in theaters that, right now. Yeah. And that's just a tactic. It's not doing, very it's not well. doing really well. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I, so think, I don't see that the studio is green lighting anything, even if he, James Gunn does have a plan, right? I, I'm going to disagree. I'm going to disagree. Prove it to I, the. I think, I think the box office potential is one thing, but I think there's two other things that people um, 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 discount. And that is okay. streaming. Sure. HBO Max, it's a built-in platform. It drops on HBO Max, people are going to eat it up. People are going to watch it. What it ends up being, right? We're still waiting on what they decide the streaming platform is going to be between it and Discovery, right? We don't know what that's going to end up looking th- like. Yeah, yeah, but I think it's still going to be... I think only thing that goes over to Amazon, as far as I know, is animated DC Discovery. content goes over. No, but I think it's the same. it's the same... With Amazon? You said Amazon. Yeah, no, Amazon. So Batman Cape Crusader, which is Yeah, they picked up season two. Yeah. Amazon. No, they're not picking up they're picking up both seasons or they're picking up from the start. Amazon is doing animated DC content. Okay. They're like all right. I mean, I, the keep interrupting. I apologize. You, yeah, yeah, yeah. you say your point because I'm missing it. I apologize. So maybe, I mean, I think they're gonna re- they might rebrand HBO Max. Yeah, but I don't think they're having two platforms for streaming. I think all that's still going to be one platform, maybe under a different name. Yeah, but yeah, they did it, say they're going to focus on their unscripted content, which means reality TV. Right, and that's your that's, that's, what the yeah. that's, which is what the Discovery Beams is so happy. Right. Yo, yeah. ninety day fiance, all me, baby, all day. <laughs> <laughs> Where do you think Milf Manor is from? That's from TLC. That's from Discovery. Yeah. yeah. Milf Manor. <laughs> I don't need your brother. You're about to get huge right now, man. Even bigger. My world's going to blow like, up. It's going to be great. Yeah. Yep. 
Um, <laughs> but I, yeah. I think I think Discovery. I think with the new heads of Discovery Warner uh, Discovery WB, uh, it's gonna they're gonna be cutting costs as much as they can. And I don't if you gotta. I don't know another example of where a movie did terrible and they still continued with it. So that. like especially with this kind of franchise with the this talk of superhero fatigue going on, they're gonna want right. the best hits they can. So just from purely money wise and you know if they can get the heads of the studio to actually do it i don't know i want them to again i want them to i love these characters i just don't see it happening maybe shazam at the most maybe they bring him into something but not his own movie i so first things first i don't believe in superhero fatigue i think that people think it's superhero fatigue which i get i agree with you i'm just right. saying yeah. that around i completely agree with I you i think I'm it's just, that's the talk about what i'm it's reading superhero what I think superhero is just its own genre. It's like saying there's horror yeah. fatigue. There's never going to yeah. be horror fatigue. There's never going to be comedy fatigue. Superhero is just its own genre now. I agree. I completely agree with that. Yeah. Uh, I both agree. And also, I think that superheroes is not is is an ingredient, right? It's a Ooh. it can you can create subgenres from this, which is what Marvel is trying to do. And some people yeah. like it and some people don't. But what people don't realize is that maybe they like their specific subgenre of Marvel. But they don't want to watch She-Hulk. They don't want to watch Miss Marvel, whatever. Uh, I do like those aren't the subgenres that they like. Because I actually, I actually did like New Mutants when that came out, which is like superhero horror, which I thought was an interesting, yeah, interesting subgenre to do. And they just kind of went and went nothing with it, which is a disappointment. Werewolf by Night. Yeah, I, I I get what you're saying. Yeah, Werewolf by Night as well. Yeah, that's a good point. I loved Werewolf by Night. I thought that was very very fun. Yeah, but, but are, are, so are you saying that they do introduce Shazam and the Shazam family more as like where a like shorts that they immediately put on to WB or, or uh, HBO Max? Is, is so that so I think they Not can go a couple length? of different. So my biggest problem with DC as a whole is lost potential, right? Yes. You have this huge yes. IP, <laughs> yes. and, and, you know, as as DC fans, like there's a lot of IP here, and I don't think that people have superhero fatigue where it doesn't allow DC to do anything. I don't think that's the case. I think that DC and James Gunn by extension or James Gunn or DC by extension has to think outside the box on how you can package each individual superhero property to be unique and watchable while still serving the purpose of the DC universe. I think James Gunn out of all people can do that. The Suicide Squad, fresh. It was just a fresh take on it. I don't know. I don't know, Neebs, how you feel about the Suicide Squad. The Suicide Squad. I actually like that. That's the yeah. one with James Gunn, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I thought of the fresh take. I thought the comedy really, really worked. And when they came out with Peacemaker, I'm like, the way it just fits into everything was just seamless. Yeah. It's really, really seamless. And I, I, that's one of the things that gets me excited about James Gunn. He did a good job with that. He got some really irrelevant characters and got yeah. us to really like them, which is really hard to do. I love how you said irrelevant, not obscure, because like, yeah. but just these characters. <laughs> I mean, that's the point of the Suicide Squad. You just detachable take man, yeah. like what the hell? Yeah. They're irrelevant. Yeah, like, yeah. Or the again. Yeah. Uh, I I I think though that like people think it's super fatigue. I think it's just a matter of time till James Gunn makes the thing. That being said, I think Shazam specifically is a specific demographic and market and tone that like needs to continue and i think that james gunn could see it as like a foundation to build more off of like i don't think this movie is bad enough to ruin the the 
structural integrity of the DC universe. And again, it's not Batman and Robin, you know, <laughs> Dimitri, I'm not saying the movie couldn't do that. And the characters yeah. can't not at all. What I'm saying is I don't think the people that will pay for it will want to pay for it anymore. That's fair. Just because no one is going to see it. I agree with you. I think this could be a great all ages property. I think if you throw this in, because to counteract a lot of James Gunn's most current stuff, right. Is a lot of more mature Right. comedy and action stuff that he's been doing yeah but he can do all ages. he did scooby didn't he do scooby-doo yes isn't that james gunn yeah, yeah he wrote he can it do all ages yeah. Stuff. yeah he can do all ages stuff too that would be and the shazam family is perfect for that right i think that would be a great property to do i just don't see the studios saying yes to that and i and i think that james gunn i think within reason i think they're cutting james gunn checks like at this current moment, probably, yeah. I, I think that he, if he said he wanted to do Shazam, they would say, okay, prove it to us. Like, he has a three-year contract, I believe, with DC Studios. How, uh, it could be five-year, but I, um, in which afterwards he could, could get fired if he doesn't produce. Yeah. Um, <coughs> um, four-year contract. So at the yeah. end, either of them can leave. DC can back out. James Gunn can back out at the end of four years. Um, so yeah, like phase yeah. one, two? Is that what it's Pretty much. Do? It's yeah. like phase yeah. one, right? If he yeah. doesn't put down a good phase one, you know, and then that that's up to James Gunn to think, is Shazam a good phase one movie? Do I bet my career on it, this four-year contract? Maybe, mm. maybe not. But well, I know the thing, they want him uh, to create more content. So. Sure. Is it? I was going to say, the thing that James Gunn, he came out with a bunch of uh, movies, but he also said they're going to be integrating uh, TV shows. They're going to be integrating animation. They're going to be integrating video games. Maybe we can see Shazam and Shazam family in another sort of media. Yeah. He yeah. he said, unless it's labeled with an Elseworlds, yeah. they all fall in the same universe. So the animated right. properties will still fall together with the movies, unless it's like Teen Titans Go is an Elseworlds animated show. Yeah, the and, Batman Elseworld, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Batman Elseworlds, Teen Titans is Elseworlds, and then and Joker. And Joker, yes, thank you. Yeah, Joker. Yeah. So, I like that. I'm cool with that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah me too. The, I like I like having a plan. Like like to get to get the where's the Joker? The plan. I want this plan. Right. right. I want. Uh, I like What's that. that I don't, Dark Knight. Dark Knight. It's all part oh, of the plan, yeah, yeah. right? Like, uh, DC, that's been a big thing for me that DC's been missing that I see from Marvel. Marvel has a plan. We have a direction, at least for the, you know, the Infinity Saga. Uh, I, I mean, we sure we have a plan going forward with Multiverse Saga, but DC doesn't, didn't have that, right? You had, the most we got was Snyderverse, and so that's what I was attaching on to. It was like, I guess this is all I got right now. Uh, they don't have anything else. But with James Gunn coming on, with just being real, I'm not a huge fan of his. I didn't like Suicide Squad, but my personal property. I love that everyone else did. I wasn't a huge fan of it, and I didn't like Peacemaker too much, but that's just me. I know a lot of people did, and I like that they loved that. That's fantastic. Please yeah. keep helping out DC properties. I love that. Yeah. Um, Wait, do you think it wasn't was, it wasn't good, or you didn't like it? Because I, like... I can yeah. see why people liked it. Okay. I can definitely see why people liked it. Yeah, that's what... I have no criticism about the two movies. It just, they weren't my cup of tea. Yeah, um, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, they just weren't my cup of tea. But I'm glad people are enjoying them. Like, that's really great. Please, I love DC. DC's my bread and butter. But like, I like that they gave James Gunn a chance to do something. So at least someone, something. I like that there's a plan going on. 
I really like the idea of Elseworld. I feel like that's something yes. that Marvel doesn't have. And it is well, such what an if. amazing concept. What if I, I someone told me is part of the, the, the canon? I don't know. But, uh, uh, I yeah. Is it or is it not? Well, so, so people, people misuse the word MCU. People are yeah. like, what if isn't, it takes place in the MCU? It doesn't. It takes place in like the MCM, if you think about it. The MCU is one timeline, one universe. Right. What right. if is Six all the other ones? So when people say the MCU, technically, what if isn't part of the MCU? It doesn't affect the MCU whatsoever. Well, technically, after Multiverse of Madness, everything is part of the MCU, right? Because they went to different universes. Only I, the way I see it, the the way I see it is, it only affects the MCU is like if there was traveling, if there was like whatever. But like. You know what I mean? It's part of the multiverse, yes. But right. unless a plot point from a separate universe affects oh, this universe, maybe, maybe it's not. Maybe you're getting to the fact that like in Multiverse of Madness, right? We saw Captain Carter. Yeah, Captain yeah. Carter. From but that's a different Captain ifs. Carter than the what if. They've stated. Yeah, they've stated okay. that it's a different one. Well, because that one dies and the other one's still alive going into season two. Like it's supposed to be a different universe. Uh, yeah, uh, I don't know, but uh, yes, but that's how I explain it in comic book terms as well. Although, is is the what ifs are like DC's Elseworlds? Yeah, like they're they they have their own world in the multiverse. Like they're in the multiverse is what Dimitri right. is trying to say. They're in the multiverse, but they don't affect the main timeline. But it's really cool because within two years we get like three Batman's. We got like you know yeah, uh, Keaton, Jason, yeah. oh, Affleck yeah. in one year. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, I, I, I used to be that. against it, but that's only bef- because they didn't have some sort of labeling system. I'm all for, and I talked about this on Comic Talk. I'm all for labeling your universes. Like <laughs> yeah. you, if if like people are always wondering, like, is Robert Pattinson gonna be the the Batman going forward? And now, no. It's an Elseworlds. So, like, who is going to be Batman going forward? We don't know. But, like, at lo- as long as they label it, I can now accept it in my head. Pattinson's the Batman. It's its own thing. And that's okay with me. That's okay. I love the fact that we're getting a Batman devoted to detective work and doing this new yes. art style like stuff. But we can also have a Batman with Damian Wayne and Rajah Ghul, which is yeah. with Superman in the universe. Superman wouldn't work in the Pattinson universe, but he wouldn't work in the Nolan universe. But he can work in a different universe that you create for the DCU. So exactly. it makes sense. You can have a little bit of both. Right. Just like, uh, like you know, like we've seen Superman movies where like the Flash doesn't show up. Christopher Reeves yeah. ones. Wonder Woman doesn't show up. But like, I want to believe that Superman hangs out in a world that has, he's not the only hero. Right. You know? Um, sure. sure. Now, the the thing though that James Gunn has said is that like some of these movies will continue forward and some of these won't, right? Like, we don't know what Flash, the Flash movie is going to do, but every all signs point to it creates a singular timeline right with some changes right do we do we think that i mean i don't know how much this is true like do you think we'll get grant gustin being the new flash after this? No. have you seen that rumor you don't no. think so no i oh, think no. that's oh my god so i, I think that'd that. be a cool easter egg but i don't think that's i would love that, that classic oh you mean as the flash like our flat movie flash going forward yeah no that'll never happen the mm. reason is is because i think executives look down on tv especially cw tv and whatever but like executives look down on tv and 
like movies are the silver screen. Like, you know, they're cheaper. They're trying to save money right now. It's not, it's not the same. Like people want a bankable star or like someone who they think is movie caliber. Also, they're selling off their CW division is what I'm hearing. So yeah. I don't even know how the that flash is ending. Everything's ending. Well, that's what I'm saying. The flash is ending. It doesn't matter about the, the show anymore. Right. I think they still. It, it's hard. Like we've seen it in, in like pop culture history. It's like sometimes it's hard for a, a TV actor to jump to movies. Sure. Yeah. I mean, we're going to see with Miss Marvel. That'll be the first time uh, you'll see somebody from a TV show jump into a movie. That's Marvel. That's Marvel, though. So Marvel yeah, is kind of a different beast because they we know there's synergy going on. But look yeah, at Agents yeah. of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. Ugh. Like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., they won't <laughs> There's still debates touch. about whether they're canon or not. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I think, though, that like <clears throat> regardless of what's going to happen going forward, I don't I wouldn't count out that Shazam and this timeline. Continues in because they mention unless proven otherwise at the end of this movie we see that like magic gets like reignited and the gods can come back yeah what does that mean again, we don't we yeah again we don't know because he's james gunn is picking and choosing what's what stays right, right. anything before the flash right is it's nothing. up for grabs we, we don't it's up yeah. for grabs yeah because right? the, fi- the end scene was basically uh had nothing to do with james gunn decision and stuff like that that was done before all that stuff happened yeah. So when we see the end credit with uh with hardcore Har- hardcore and uh what's the other guy's name? The, the big one. Yeah, I, I know his oh, the actor's name, he, Steve Agee. Oh, the the, the, the mid the mid credit scene. There was an yeah, after the credit mid credit scene. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, the mid credit scene. Yeah. Like uh could somebody reached out to uh, James Gunn and you know how trolls are. They're like, "Oh, you're getting rid of everyone except for your wife? How convenient." And then he was like, "No, this was done way before. I only put my wife in one thing. Relax." Yeah. No, yeah, you can totally tell it was done before because even the end credit scene, he says, I've been locked in here for two years. So, like, yeah, the movie obviously got pushed back a lot before, like, that was filmed a long time ago. Yeah, like, so this was obviously done before anything that was going on with, with, with James Gunn. Yeah, yeah, I mean, we, we're we getting a lot of DC books that will could touch on magic, right? Or like DC movies, I mean, Superman Legacy probably won't touch on magic. The Authority is coming out that may or may not have magic there's literally a guy called the doctor no it's not the call the doctor what's he called michael you know who the magician guy in the authority i don't know if the my head but i mean we're getting swamp thing right there we go yeah. that's magic swamp yeah thing. right so yes. like um, and keanu reeves constantine, constantine yeah is that, a, is that a, is that a given they What's said it's happening. It's going to be Elf Yeah, it's still happening. Right? It's still going to happen. Yeah, it's okay. still happening. And we also got Creature to Counter We got Creature Commandos yeah. cartoon. We got Waller. Yes. We got Booster That's Gold. We got Lanterns. And we got Paradise Lost. And Batman Brave yeah. and Bold, right? Yeah. So, like, <clears throat> things that happen in this movie could move forward. I don't know. The question is, do you want it to? I think well, this like is... I, said, I do. I think Here's this is thing, too right? good of a foundation being built to give up on it completely. The thing is, with the Flash, anything is possible, right? Because we don't have yeah. to address the Superman, headless Superman. We don't have to uh, respond to the Gal Gadot. Flash can just erase everything. So they can make it happen if they want. Yeah. But like after 
the way this movie's doing, I don't see that happening. I, I also think this movie might be doing bad because people know that like, does it matter? I think that's what matter, I was talking yeah. about at the beginning. It left me hanging. Yeah. Yeah, it, yeah, it seems like it should be part of something, and it's just not anymore. It just nope. left a little bad taste in my mouth at the end of it, which I didn't want it to. I liked the movie. I think yeah. it was fun. Uh, I, I want to touch on the Wonder Woman stuff. Let's please. I okay. I mean, there were some flaws in it, but I did like the payoff because in the in the first scene, it's obviously not Wonder Woman. We know that she yeah. keeps her her back to it. Like it's ob- it's not that they try to hide it. They were just like, it's not her. Like it's just for fun, right? Like yeah. her back is being turned. Like it's like what we like, did with Superman in the first movie. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but like yeah. longer, right? They were like, we're just always gonna show the back of her head. We're gonna show like bits and pieces. We're never gonna show her face. And then when they do show the face, it's the wizard Shazam's face. <laughs> yep. I thought yeah, it was super was funny. funny. And then it turned yeah, out I thought to be it was a dream, funny. It was entertaining. Right? Yeah, it was entertaining. Yeah, that part was funny. And then so then at the end, the Deus Ex Machina uh is that like she shows up and you for a split second you don't think like it's gonna show her face. And then it shows her face. Yeah. Can 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 I ask a question about that to see what your guys' opinion about that scene, by the way? Yeah. Right. Shazam. He died. He sacrificed himself, right? Yeah. And then obviously, no more magic. That's what Wizard was saying. He's like, unless there's a spark of a god, right, to reinstart magic, and then Wonder Woman does her her thing. Yeah. Is in how I, I was talking to my other people that I went to go see the movie with, and they they didn't know. They thought that was stupid. I was like, this is what I think happened. They just didn't explain it because of his self sacrifice. Magic gave him life again. She doesn't have resurrection powers. It wasn't because of Wonder Woman. She restarted magic, and magic gave him a chance to live again or do you think he was never dead uh no, i think I he was, dead. was i thought yeah. i think so he, he got was... resurrected but it wasn't because of wonder woman right yes and no i think it, it is well he wonder woman is the daughter of zeus and zeus yes. is one of the original uh, gods that basically his power his powers is part of so if she grabs the wand and she's still a demigod from Zeus, I would see that restarting everything. That's what I thought. He restarted magic, yes. Yes. But it wasn't because of Wonder Woman didn't res- resurrect him, right? Yes and it no. It was because of the it magic. Was the staff. It was the staff. Yeah, the magic did. She just sparked the magic reunited. So magic is back and magic is choosing because of his self-sacrifice to re... Like, she couldn't just resurrect anybody. Oh, I no, got what you're was, saying. Uh, what's, was her, special you know, what's her name about her magic back? What's up? Uh, Rachel Zegler's character got her magic. Annie, Anthea, yeah. she got her magic back. She yeah, didn't have restarted a magic. Yeah, like I said, restarted fit. magic. She yeah. was a god again. She became a god again. And so, then does that mean like all gods are back? Then that's what I, my understanding is that the god sphere. They brought up the god sphere. Uh, that the god sphere is back, and that it takes time to grow back. Anthea says that she's going to take some time off. Yeah, and like figure that out that's like her story so we're getting all the god and they, they're choosing to have shazam as like a god <laughs> pretty much right demigod yeah. of sorts and so they so he so be him being in demigod form when he died he was able to be resurrected in the god form he she can't resurrect anybody it's just because he's a demigod yeah uh yeah, yeah. i would say that 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 makes sense she was the right? key though wonder woman was the only key that could unlock well it, it was any spark it wasn't just wonder woman right they just needed a spark of an old god oh uh, yeah right. yeah she just so happened she's... to be the only one right yeah. 
Yeah, right. I agree so it that. wasn't Wonder Woman herself. She just happened no. to be the only one left. Yes, exactly. Yes, okay. Because none of, the, she none of the other Shazam magic had came powers, back, and right? magic chose to give everything back. Right? Yeah, because it's magic. Right. It's magic. So, like, yeah. if if uh, I'm trying to think of another god in. Uh, I liked it that it was a self-sacrifice, but yes, it could be because he's also a god and they just yeah. resurrected God gods in the God realm. The, so yes, it could be that too. Let's let's dust off our 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 create like our creative sides of our brains. How <laughs> sure. would we have changed, here we go? How would we have changed this movie? Because I, I have I have I have some points. I would I would take Wonder Woman out of all the trailers. <laughs> so yes. <I> yes. <laughs> I think that would be a good start. I oh, mean, like man. that yeah. moment was nothing for me because I saw it and I was just yeah. like, oh, okay. Um, I wish you could have felt what I felt because I got excited. I didn't know. I didn't yeah. know. Because I thought it was just going to be behind the back stuff. By the way, that That's scene, she, she was not filming in the same spot as them. No, definitely not. <laughs> you no, can tell. Yeah. I couldn't tell if like her acting is really just that bad or yeah, they were not in the same place and that's why she was acting like they're in completely different rooms. So There's I'm going to no be honest. There. I'm going to be honest. I, I was very pro Gal Gadot. Um, I was very pro her. And then I realized over time, I'm like, I think we, we want kind of like you want a, he like I need a hero. Uh, I wanted Wonder Woman to exist so bad that like i did cut her a lot of slack on her acting sure i don't i, I think we need a better wonder woman going yes, forward i agree yeah i think we're past i think she was fine i think she was fine she was fine she was but wonder Woman's not supposed to just be fine i agree yeah to put a you know as her being one of the foundational members of the dc you know as one of the tent poles the pillars of what dc is it was definitely lacking yeah 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 uh, I would agree. I I don't think she has the acting chops to hold her own movie. Even even though like even I feel like Chris Pine did most of the acting and holding holding it down for the first movie. And the first movie also had a really low bar. No offense, right? Yeah. Uh, everything was really really bad. And I like the first movie. But yeah, I like, like the first movie. When you see eight eighty four, you're like, oh, never mind. Yeah, eighty four yeah. so bad. Um, and then yeah, her her first coming in was Batman versus Superman, right? She didn't need to do much anyway, so it was just her fighting, yeah. which is fine, and that was entertaining. So you didn't give it much thought there either. And yeah. so until eighty four, yeah, she I, was, I, she I was doing the, she was doing the whole fish out of water trope, which is really easy to do in a in an origin movie where you're just like meeting everybody for the first time and you're like, oh cool, she's being introduced to the world. In this eighty four, she's already been in the world. And she can't do that anymore. So she has to like lie on her acting abilities. And I, I don't think she was able to do that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think she's grown much. Like Saren Red Notice and whatnot. And it's just like, you know. Nah. I I I I did love her in the first movie. I was also just a different person yeah. back then. And it was a different <laughs> world back then. <laughs> I have higher expectations now, you know, and I don't feel like she's grown with my expectations. Uh. Yeah, I, I liked her in Batman v Superman, but she had almost no lines, which is that's what I was getting at. That's what I, getting at. I, I hated that action. movie. It's very tough. It's very tough for me to go to that you, movie. You ever, I hate, I'm sorry, I'm not trying to get derail this. Did you ever watch the director? I'm just curious. You ever watch the director's cut of that movie? No, yeah. do I? Should I? It's a lot better. It is. It makes a lot things make more sense. Like why what, Lois makes sense, actually giving her a character development and her being there makes sense. Why Superman is angry. That makes more sense. They dive more into that. Why, you know, he's angry at Batman all the time. I, like, I hate that, like, people are like, 
that people bring up like, oh, Zack Snyder is really great when you don't let him edit down anything. And it's like, that's part of being a filmmaker, dude. <laughs> like, no one's going to a theater to watch a four-hour movie, all right? Yes, I right. agree with that for sure. Right. I completely agree with that. Yeah. Like, I completely agree with that. I don't know. I just, it's, it's like, he has to, he has his, has to get his shit in order, you know? Well, I'm um, sure he's doing fine. <laughs> I'm not worried about Zack Snyder. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, Okay, so yeah, how would you? Oh, you would fix it. You would take yeah, Wonder Woman out of the the spoilers out of the trailers. Yes, of course. Mine I, would be a villain. What's up? Mine would be a new villain. I liked those three. I really did. Yeah. Um, but they felt like it's at the beginning of this uh pod, the, the this um podcast. Like I, they just felt forced in. So a more conclusive villain that kind of like solidified his place and kind of actually give him a run, give Shazam a run for his money, like yeah. really make him try. Right. He kind of joked his way through through this one, which is Shazam. That makes sense. But like mm-hmm. if you wanted to be taken a little more seriously, this would have been a good movie to like step him up in the first off the power scale and then also who he is as a character. Right. And that would have been a much better way. And I think Black Adam would have done that. I think putting Black Adam, whether it's The Rock or not, would have been a great counter to Shazam, especially the counter to the family itself. Looking at the Shazam movie, I'm very by myself. I am the king. I am the, you know, the most powerful compared to a family, right? Very individual to family. Like that would have been a great dichotomy. In this one, we're having family versus family, right? You have the sisters versus Shazam family, right? And I don't know. I think that that would have been the best way to make this movie a little better in my opinion. My thing is that I would like to have seen less of the heroes and more of the kids. I feel like there was a lot of scenes where we didn't need the heroes. Like when they're in the cave and they're just talking and coming up with plans, that could have all been done as kids. And I feel like uh, the Asher Angel, like he didn't get enough uh, screen time. And then when the scene comes up where his mom uh, says, I want to see my son, I want to see Billy, and he called her mom, that was flat because we didn't see him throughout the entire movie. If yeah. we saw him through the movie and we see him going through all these things as Asher Angel, instead of going through a goofy Zachary Levi, we would have felt that scene a lot more. And that scene would have connected with the audience. And that would have made this movie a lot more heartfelt uh yeah i completely agree yeah you're i i didn't think about that when they're chilling at the rock of eternity like they could have been the kid versions right well i mean that that didn't bother me as much because in my mind i was just like they they're kids right you just gave these kids superpowers why would they not be in the superpower forms as much as they could but i agree that they should have we should have gotten more of the kids versions right i i i wanted that uh, that connection too. I completely agree. He's hundred percent in my opinion is exactly the same. Like one of the, my favorite moments is the, I love you mom scene, but it would have been more, right. It would have been so much more. I saw so much lack, you know, lack, lost potential there. I completely agree. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I think it's really, and, and look, I don't know. I don't know. So this is just my conjecture. I think Zachary Levi just didn't want to turn back to uh, Asher Angel. You know what I mean? <laughs> sure. Sure. Yeah. I think he was just like, no, I'm the star. Yep. He was the executive producer. He, he was like, yeah, I want to be in the movie more. That's the problem. Was he really the executive producer in this? I think so. Same with him yeah, and, and Dwayne Johnson. They put themselves before the project. Mm-hmm. What does the project need? Does the project need more adult Billy? Or does the project need Billy? It's Billy. It's Billy's story. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. And at least, at the very least, if Zachary Levi was like, well, we're the same. We're both Billy. Then it's like, well, then play it right then. 
Let us right. believe that it's Billy because it is. Yes. It doesn't seem like it. So that, that uh, one or the from... other, be a better actor or be a <laughs> s- more selfless actor. How about that? Because Yeah, I agree. That, that takes away from you can't be like, selfish and itself. shit as well <laughs> yes i agree <laughs> he takes away from the character himself right billy Batson is this like every kid right he's he, he has this massive imagination he's he's kind of naive right he's very naive on the world and that's kind of like beautiful in its own sense and then like you kind of strips that all away you make it more like yeah badass now i guess is the way to i guess a way to say this but like yeah that's the point of billy Batson. In the, at least in the comics, he's just like, gee, golly, kid. You know, like, not to do that. It wouldn't translate now into nowadays, but kind of something similar to that. He has dreams and aspirations, and he, he sees the good in things, right? And he sees the good in things. And uh, they miss that completely now, especially in this one, for sure. The other thing is, like, we see Mary Marvel pretty much summarize his own character arc in, like, two lines of dialogue to Zachary <laughs> Levi instead of actually letting us see that character development. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I, uh, I think he should have stayed dead. But you just wanted him to be starring other properties going forward. What do you mean? So, so here's the thing. There's a couple of options that we could have had. We could have had, oh, oh, I forgot. This is what I crafted in my head before this show. Okay. Couple different options. He dies. And the problem is we got to make sure that, like, if you do resurrect him, it's not too close to uh, Superman. We don't want it to be a Superman-esque resurrection. It would have been nice. He dies. End. Mid-credit, Charon, who is uh, the ferryman on the River Styx, you you have a scene in the Greek underworld of him rowing his boat. And he he stops at the dock and he puts out his 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 uh, skeleton hand, and you see Shazam's hand hold his hand right, like with the gauntlet, and then you see Asher Angel's hand because two of them die. So yeah, we kind of get a, like that. We get a glimpse that like, are they two separate entities now? They because they they did that in the comics recently. Like they separated them. Like Billy decided to yeah. stay back behind in a hell dimension to seal it. Yeah. While Shazam went to the mortal world, but something was different about him. Right. Yeah. He lost his innocence. He lost and, his. And that's what you could yeah. show in a, in a, in another movie. Right. It's like, okay, cool. So it's like hit, 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 like, you know, like twist, twist, twist. Right. Uh, And that, and that's all you would see. Okay. You could do that. Right. You could do a thing where like, nah, he's just dead. And the Shazam Lee has to like move forward. I think that like Freddy, they show a lot of Freddy in this movie. Freddy could have been the main character. Hmm. What if I oh, I got another one for you? And Mary. What if what if all of the family had to give up their powers to make him come back, and they can never be Shazam again? It could only yeah. be one Shazam from now on. That might have felt like a loss, but every character still gets to be there. Yeah, yeah. That could have, I mean, it would have, it would have felt like a loss. It would also feel like a loss because we get Zachary Levi back. Oh no. <laughs> you know, uh, also I could have, I could have, it would have been cool. Can you imagine if Shazam dies, uh, Billy gets brought back. And then when Billy yells Shazam, he turns into himself. Like, cause he, cause we see that with Mary, right? Mary's old enough 
that like uh she doesn't change right asher angel's gonna turn 18 in the movie why does he need shazam uh zachary levi's body by that same sure, logic you, right you can sure you can do that i mean yeah, <coughs> sure that's possible like let's let's do a twist let's let's try something new Sure, you want you want a twist? How about this mid 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 credit scene? He's still dead. He gets resurrected. You see boots walking up to and to the grave. You see it's like some nice nice dress shoes loafers. Someone drops a cigarette. It's John Constantine resurrecting magic. He's like, you're now working for the Just League Dark. Let's go, and you have no Ooh. choice. Boom. Okay. It's Keanu Reeves. It's Keanu Reeves Constantine. Let's Bro. go. I already have Swamp Thing ready to go. I or I need to go to Louisiana first, but you let's just let's go. Shalaman this thing, right? And now he's forced <laughs> to work with the magic people. Yeah, and then you still have Shazam in there. So like, right. like, okay, like, like piece of dialogue. Like, death can't have you because I need you first. Yeah, yeah, yeah something like that. Yeah. Right? And he's like, okay. Right, now, now that you're back, I gotta go to Louisiana real quick to talk about a swamp creature real fast, and then leads into Swamp Thing. There we go. Right. Yeah. Yeah, why not? Yeah, have Keanu Reeves, Constantine be the dead. counter to Amanda Waller, right? They're both working behind the scenes, doing different things. Like, that'd be fun. Yeah, his family could think he's dead, and he yeah. is actually, you know, and so the family has to has to pick it up, right? His family's like, okay, it's just the yeah. uh, the five of us now. Because that happened in the comics. Uh, Freddy took over as the main Captain Marvel for a while, yeah. while Billy became the new wizard. But then now, currently, Mary Marvel's the new Shazam of the DC world. So, yeah, yeah either way could go very well. Also, Mary Marvel goes evil too, right? That would have been a cool storyline. She like does go see. evil for a second. Yeah. yeah, I didn't like it though. Was that During countdown? Final countdown to Final Crisis? Yeah. yeah, yeah, I didn't like it. I mean, they were they were setting it up in Young Justice, and it looked really good in Young. Oh Justice. yeah, yes, they did. Because she was addicted yes. to the power. Oh, I was yeah. so sad to see that leave. Ah, oh, I hope yeah, that was back. Like it'll come bad. back. Young Justice. Will you think back. it will? Yeah. Don't get don't get my hopes up. Demetri, do not get my hopes up. Hey, oh. look, don't have a Snyderverse attitude, all right? There is still hope in this world. <laughs> there is still hope. Yes, okay. Thank you. Thank you for keeping me straight. It doesn't... Sure, we think it hurts when we when we get our hopes dashed. Better than having no hope at all, you know? All right, yes. All right, then. Now, it's, it's back, by the way. Now, Young Justice Season 5 coming. I can't wait. Well, I'm not saying it is coming out. I'm saying I hope what? it does. Dimitri? <laughs> I believe it will. That's what I'm trying to say. I've, I've said, you know, yeah, yeah, of course. Of course. Um, but yeah, I, I think like like the like he should have died. Like his death should have mattered. That's also like a big flaw in this movie. His death didn't matter. Yeah, I mean, death yeah. rarely matters, right? They're always the trope of them, like, oh, turns out he was alive, or he came back, or there's a magic kiss and he's alive. They do it in CW. They do it everywhere. We've seen it so many times. Yeah, the only one, uh, Uncle Ben, who's never come back. Who's never come back? Yeah, but I his also, death mattered. Like I, I think your death can matter, and you come back. I like fine. You can get resurrected, but your death has to matter. Like there's mm -hmm. a way to write it that they're not mutually exclusive, right? I would agree because he feel like self-sacrificed. Sure, he didn't know like he was coming back. Yeah, what's that? Michael, what'd you say? Me? Yeah, I, yeah, he didn't know he was coming back. His self-sacrifice still, still mattered. Yeah, but how does that affect the family going forward? They have their brother back? No, I know, that's, but... That's pretty effective. It's almost like he didn't die in the first place. Yeah, but they thought he did. 
was the that's what I'm trying to say. Matter. Like, it has to affect things going forward, right? They they were sad up until the funeral, <laughs> and then and then it's like, okay, we're all good. It's all good. Never mind. Yeah, very happy for everybody. Wizard got a makeover. It just made sense. The, the wizard did get a makeover. I was like, why is why yeah. is he so cool and snazzy now? He got yeah. dripped. <laughs> Do you know was, what? It, it threw me. Like, he looked. He was dressed a lot like uh, in the original Constantine. Count Reach Constantine. He looked uh, like Papa Midnight. Oh yeah, I was about to say uh, yeah, Papa Midnight. Yeah, yeah, he looked like Papa Midnight. I was like, oh, this is okay. Yeah, I loved it. It's fantastic. You're right. You're right. Um, I don't know. I just. DC Comics <laughs> lost a huge lead in the past 20 years. Mm. A yeah, huge lead. Sure. Household names were DC heroes. It wasn't Iron Man Tony Stark. It was no. it was DC heroes. DC had the animation out there. They were building up generations of kids off their content. And they fumbled it bad. I never even heard of Guardians of the Galaxy. And nobody now I'm over here like, for a tree. Nobody yeah. did. It was even, like me and two other people talking about Guardians before the yeah. movie came out. And then all of a sudden everyone loves Guardians. It's I fantastic. knew I knew Guardians, but like I did not give two shits about them. Yeah. The only one I knew was uh what you call it, Nova, and he wasn't even in it. Yeah. yeah. He wasn't even in it. Yeah. Yeah. And even Nova barely. People don't know Nova. Like maybe yeah. it like you know, basically the as writer? a kid, no. you know about these characters if they appear on other characters' cartoons, right? Right. Like yep. Nova never knew... appeared on Silver Surfer. He appeared Maybe. in Spider Man. That's the only place. Was I he know in Spider Man? Was that what I'm thinking? <laughs> of? I remember yeah. seeing him in one yeah. of the. I cartoons. don't know, but like, kids watch the cartoons, and the cartoons, like, as long as they can show all the characters, like that's how kids know. Back in the yeah. '90s, there were trading cards and action figures, and like Happy Dogs. Meal toys and whatever, where you kind of or video games where you kind of right. get introduced to like Z list heroes through this immersion um yeah i remember the first time i saw nightcrawler it was in an x-men video game and i was yeah. like oh this character is so cool yeah do you know he was supposed to be a dc character no nightcrawler? i didn't know that yeah nightcrawler he was he was supposed Legion. to be a demon um the original creator yeah uh from giant size x-men i was just watching an interview with him yesterday or this morning uh an older interview with him he's like yeah i was first working on uh, legion of superheroes and i first had this idea for this demon who didn't have a uh uh, good contract down here didn't want to go back to hell to get you know destroyed or or be uh penalized for it so he's like i decided to stay up here he tried to become a legionnaire he tried to put him on legionnaires first and they uh the editor-in-chief of that time was like nah he's not going to catch on and so then he got a job over at marvel and he introduced the character again yeah well there's there's a big link between x-men and legion of superheroes and right sure. and the shiar uh the the imperial guard oh yes you know that right yeah yeah, yeah. um but uh, what was I saying? Oh, so Shazam should have like a kid show. There should be an animated yeah. show where kids can learn about all these wild characters. There, mm -hmm. there should be video games. There should be like, I don't know. Like his slogan is literally about yelling his name. Like that's a kid thing to Shazam, right? That's like, right. imagine kids just run around yelling Shazam all the time. Like, there should funny. be Halloween costumes. You know, there should be toys. There should, should be, be an all-ages property. We're just talking about that, yeah. You know? Um, I don't know if you guys played Marvel Ultimate Alliance or X-Men yes. Legends, but, like, mm -hmm. you learn about these, like, rando heroes that you've never heard of through, like, the, the screen where you can choose your characters, right? 
Yeah. Right. And that's like how you learn. Like DC fumbled bad. I completely agree. They gave a 20 20 year head start to Marvel, Mm -hmm. like gave Mm -hmm. up a 20 year lead to Marvel. And now like I'm playing Marvel snap on, on my phone, right. On my Marvel, on my, on my Marvel phone, on my mobile phone. (laughs) Right. It's a a mobile, mobile card game and a bunch of rando characters get cards and you play them if they're strategically good, even if you don't know them. Like, do you know the Infinite? Like, you don't need to know the Infinite to play his card. And I learned about the Infinite. I didn't know. Like, I didn't even know, right? That's how you learn. That's how kids get it. Like, that's how you get attached to these things. And I think that the Shazam franchise needs to go forward. You know? Mm-hmm. I agree with you. One way or another. It the new heads of the new heads though of discovery warner i don't see it happening man i maybe not video games and all that stuff but like animated sure i could see an animated one happening sure i think that'd be a fun animated movie or tv series sure yeah, yeah. well that's why like teen titans go is popular um teen titans go is very popular yeah dc superhero girls introduce a lot of little girls to these characters great they don't have to be for me they're for the kids right right mm-hmm. I think more important than introducing them to the heroes is introducing them to the villains. Because, like, every time we go to these movies and we see a villain we've never heard of before, like, the villain for Justice League, like, I didn't know who that was. I know Justice League, but I didn't know Steppenwolf. I was like, whose villain is that? Is that a Wonder Woman villain? Is that, like, a Batman villain? (laughs) Like, you know, like, you can't go wrong with a Batman villain, right? Because you've watched all these cartoons and you've seen all their villains. Spider-Man, you've seen all the villains. They have a rogue gallery. I don't know that many villains for uh, Captain Marvel or uh, Shazam, right? I think right. when you build the villains, that's when you get like, you know, the reaction you want from the fans. That's the frustrating part. We found out about a Shazam villain in the very first Shazam and they used him in its own movie and didn't put him in this. Like, yes, doesn't yes. make sense to me. That was the big frustrating part. Yeah. Uh, also, somebody pointed out online that, like, in the Shazam movie and, and the Black Adam movie, they don't coincide because in Shazam, didn't it say that Black Adam let the Seven Sins loose? Yeah, it's a very different origin in the Black Adam movie. They didn't. They didn't even look at Shazam in the first movie. They didn't, they didn't even, even look watch at it. it. That's they messed up. It. It's messed up. Yeah, they literally yeah. show the rock silhouette and everything when they show yes. Black Adam. Yes, and the that's problem is. Saying. That's why I'm saying The Rock will never touch the MCU. He will never. Oh, no, yeah, they won't no, give yeah, him the power that he wants. They were yeah. talking about it. The Rock said, "Yeah, my agent's been talking about the MCU." And there's like a there's like Rock's a whole all interview. Talk, dude. Rock talking about yeah. Rock is yeah, all he, talk. Was it? Wasn't he saying he was supposed to be? He wants to be Luke Cage. Is that wasn't? What yeah, he was he yeah. It was supposed to be Luke Cage. Cage. He wants to be Luke Cage now. We have a Luke Cage. Yeah. No, thank you. Yeah. Also, like, you know, and I love The Rock, but no, thank you. I, I can't, I, I, I'm starting, I can't stand The Rock. I feel like if you're a filmmaker, if you're a creator, if you're whatever, like your ego, come on, man, check, you got to check it. You got to do the project, mm-hmm. you know? I don't, like, I don't know. It, it, it's a letdown. And so, like, somebody was mentioning that if The Rock was Luke Cage, it would just be like a MCU movie of Luke Cage going up against Galactus, like... Like, I don't, I don't know, Dimitri, when, when listening to like you and you say that, you know, you got to do what's best for the project. Like, I completely agree with what, what you're saying, but I don't think that's the mindset in Hollywood because a lot of interviews I've seen with like big like writers and directors, they're, they're like, yeah, they're like, do you have all this like, you know, um, 
uh, pressure to be put on like you're you're writing this character or you're going to be involved. He's like, yeah, but I'm going to play it the way I want to do it. I, I can't rely on what other, you know, I can't try to make everyone happy. So everyone's going into it with a little bit of ego, right? They're no. doing what I want to see, right? I'm writing it the way I want to do it, yeah. right? I want to tell the story that I want to do, right? So all these big creative people are doing, have at least a little bit of ego going into it. So you really can't take that out in any, in any case, right? You can't be like, I can't be super selfless and going into this project. Actors can pick and choose the things that they want to do, you know? So there's a little bit of ego going into that as, aspect as well. Yeah, but you have trust though. Like when, when you ask an actor to do what they want to do, you have trust in that actor to not take it too far or not, you know, still do what's best for the project and still using you. Like there are definitely actors. Like, for example, I, and I know a lot of people don't like him, but uh, Chris Pratt, yeah. They gave him a lot of leeway. Be like, yo, just be yourself. He was mm -hmm. himself, but he didn't take it too far. I think he did a great job as uh, Star-Lord, right? Yeah, and sure. I'll give him credit where credit is due. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, exactly, Meebs. Like, Michael, I think I'm not saying that a creative shouldn't make a choice or shouldn't yeah. pick a direction. I'm saying that, like, Kevin Feige doesn't make himself Tony Stark. Kevin, Kevin Feige, Feige has to make the choice. Kevin Feige yeah. makes the choices that he thinks will be the best. But he's not yes. making the choice. He's not saying it's going to be the best because I'm making the choice. He is making the best choice possible for the MCU to go forward. Okay. The Rock makes the best choice to make himself look the best. There's a difference. If you yeah. ask The Rock what he would do for three Black Adam movies, if he had a choice of a trilogy of Black Adam movies, it wouldn't work. He would just be fighting bigger and bigger villains, and he would never lose. Yeah, no, I see your point. I see your point. Vin Diesel has a very similar ego with Fast and the Furious, but at least he sticks to that franchise, and it kind of, it like, it is what it is. But I it do feel it like he lets the ensemble cast shine a little bit too in Fast and the Furious where The Rock doesn't. Like, I, I don't know a lot of other characters that shine in his movies. Yeah. Uh, and I was talking with somebody else. The only person who shines with The Rock, but you have to, you have to like dive deep with it, is Kevin Hart. And the only reason... Okay, yeah, fair. The fair. only reason Kevin Hart shines with The Rock is Kevin Hart is... He agrees to be the bottom for comedy. You get what I'm saying? Right. Like he takes the punches. Kevin Hart will take the punches. He will take the 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 insults because Kevin Hart feels like that's part of his comedy. He rolls with it, whatever. Mm. But they're never equal in their movies. Who the Rock and Kevin Hart? Yeah. No. Yeah. Kevin Hart is the punching bag, and the Rock is the perfect man. Right. No flaws whatsoever. So creatives do need to make choices. I don't fault them for that. But when they make the choices you, to serve their themselves choices, and their own image, it's selfish. So choices, uh, choices for the stories is, is what you're saying. That's fine. For, yeah. Making their own their own personal choice for the story. It doesn't matter what their audience is thinking. It doesn't matter what the producers or the people playing. It doesn't matter. But their choice for the movie, as long as they think it's best for the story, is fine, correct? Is, 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 is that what you're saying? I mean, you also need to be able to work as a team and realize that you're not Alfred Hitchcock, the only person that matters. Yeah, like, it's not like, auteur. He's, you know, The Rock is not an auteur. Kubrick, like I've listened to, was it? Uh, Kubrick, uh, Stanley Kubrick? 
Danny Hubert, right? I listened to, uh, was it uh, um, Tom Cruise, right? Talking about his experience with him. He's just like, this is, it was his way or the highway, right? <laughs> yeah, they didn't, he didn't give his actors enough room to do what they needed. He's like, you need to do this way. And this is yeah. how I want it done. Oh, because Tom right? Cruise worked with Kubrick on Eyes Wide Shut. That's what I'm talking about. That was, yeah. the, that was the property, yeah. Hey, yeah, give credit yeah, to Tom Cruise, though. Tom Cruise takes punches. His characters can have flaws. His characters sometimes lose. It, like, you know, oh, and he I'm not, again, I'm not talking about Tom Cruise. I was just using Tom Cruise as an yeah. example. I'm, of I'm, I'm saying, saying Tom Cruise as a person yeah. with ego. Tom Cruise definitely has ego. Tom Cruise is a person. But. Oh, it's Hubert. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. I know you're talking. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm with you. That's, that's that was my point. I wasn't trying to get on Tom Cruise. Yeah. You're going to use any of. Stanley Kubert's actors yeah. and probably would say the same thing. I have a question for you guys. Uh, do you guys watch wrestling at all? Not for a long time. So here's the thing, right? Uh, it's so surprising that The Rock acts this way because in wrestling, there's a, there's a concept called putting someone over where like you lose matches because that's what's good for the story. That's what's good mm -hmm. for the pop. That's good for the thing. And you put someone over because you want to give that person an elevation to skyrocket into the next stardom. They do it for John Cena. You know, Hulk Hogan did it for The Ultimate Warrior. And you, it's, it's a trade in wrestling that you do this over and over again. So it's really strange that it doesn't transfer over to acting for The Rock. And even The Rock's show, Little Rock, uh, whatever it's called, Young Rock, yeah. um, there's a lot of people on forums and on internet sites. They're saying, hey, he's changing the story because Young Rock is basically about his life. And there's characters and wrestlers in there that they reference. And they that people say that they change a lot of the story and a lot of the history that actually happened to make his family look good and make him look good. Uh, and that's not really how it happened. So it's really strange that, like, you know, the Rock does these things, even though in the business of wrestling, it's very common to put other people over. It's very common for the hero to lose. It's very common for people to have like these stories because nothing beats the story. So I just find it odd that like, you know, that The Rock does I that. I just, I don't know. I'm not in the industry. I can't say, um, but I have worked on movies sets before. And if you're not the one that's in front of anything, it's not just in front of the camera, but if you're not in the front of the director, hey, it's me. Hey, it's me. Like you don't get chosen. Like, mm you have to have some ego going into it. You have to make people believe that you know what you're talking about, that you know what you're doing. So at the end of the day, yes, I, I agree that The Rock is having too much. Yes, he needs yeah, to pull back. It's not don't have like, any ego. You have to have some ego in this industry, which I don't like either. Dimitri, I wish the industry worked in exactly what you're saying, that someone could take themselves and be like, you know what? Yes. What, and what you're saying with wrestling, this isn't a good part for me, but I can do this supporting role, actually. This would yeah. be great for the movie. Right. I wish that was the part, but that's just not how the industry, and from my perspective, this is not how the industry works. Compare it. Do you, guys know the, I think that, do you guys know the new stuff that's going around with The Rock where they're saying that he is responsible for uh, a little bit of the responsible for Brendan Fraser's like uh, fall? What? No. Yeah. Cause like the, uh, Brendan Fraser was the one who gave uh, The Rock his first big movie, The Scorpion King. Oh, right? The Scorpion oh. King. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then The Rock, uh, when the he started the getting. But yeah, when he started getting blackballed, The Rock took over for Journey to the Center of the Earth, and he took his trajectory and started becoming a bigger and bigger star. And never wanted The Rock put him in any of his movies. That's, I mean, whoa, you're right. Yeah, uh, I mean, I could see that. I don't know how real it is, but I also think that, like, like that's interesting. I, I think, yeah. I'm just piggybacking off of this as we get further from Shazam or whatever. That's fine. Um, <laughs> when when people talked about Kihei, Kihei Kwan and his win and how, like, 
like he hugged Harrison Ford and like Spielberg gave him a shot and blah, blah, blah. Where the fuck was Harrison Ford and Steven Spielberg for Ki Hui Kwan's career since? Where the fuck were they? Like Ki Hui Kwan talked about how there wasn't roles for him as an Asian actor in Hollywood. But any of Spielberg or Harrison Ford's movies, like people put their friends in movies as long as they're good enough, right? Like James Gunn knows like the people that he puts into his things. Like they can, they have to do the job at least, right? Honestly, I, I wouldn't even say that. Adam Sandler has put tons of people in his movies that aren't great. Man. Right. <laughs> it does well. But if you want to be a good filmmaker like James Gunn is, you need to be able to know who are your friends that just aren't good and like, it is what well, it yeah. is. And versus like, the, well, you're talking about like Scorsese and uh, what's his face? Um, yeah, when you work with the same Nolan actors and, over and over again, filmmakers do that. Yeah, the, the dude. Um, oh my God, the big actor. He dates younger women. Uh, Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio. DiCaprio. Leonardo DiCaprio, right? He's in all. I mean, it doesn't right? narrow it down, but I knew who you were talking about. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Is 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 that kind of like what you're talking about? How they continue to use the same people? Or yeah, you, Nolan needs that's a great example. You Nolan can use them as bit parts. Work. You can use yeah. Ki Hui Kwan as bit parts if you wanted to. You can give him roles. You can give him parts. Little things here and there. It doesn't matter. But like giving, giving. I don't know. Harrison Ford. I could know, have I told. I, I, I totally. Spielberg could have put a, him in movies. I agree. I, I have a friend who is a comedian here in New Jersey, and there is a show called Rami on Hulu. Rami puts all his friends in the show, whether they're a cash register, a taxi driver, he'll right. give them parts. Yeah. Doesn't matter. He'll just give them something just so someone can see them, someone they can get discovered or, you know, give them a paycheck. Or pay like, a bill. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. You know, that's what they do for, and and Marvel and DC don't pay their, or like their, their uh, creators that well for the properties that they're literally making into billion dollar movies. But at the Five very grand. least, sometimes to give them. Yeah. Five grand. But sometimes they put them into movies and you get paid more in the movie than you do right. having created that concept. Right. Yeah. So like anyone could be, yeah, a guy at the, at the bodega down the street, you know, like whatever, yeah. but nobody like he, Huey Kwan doesn't owe them jack shit. They owe him. Yeah. Or even if they don't owe him. If you're friends with somebody, you 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 do like you do something. Yeah. yeah. And he struggled for so long. And he's worthwhile. And it just sucks that like he put his faith into two guys who didn't rep him. Mm-hmm. You know? Um maybe yeah, doesn't seem very sincere or genuine. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Um, I don't know where we got to this, but the, <laughs> yeah, I don't know where uh, we got to Oh, uh, like, yeah, who does who does Dwayne Johnson <laughs> give favors to? You know what I mean? Like you can yeah. build people up. You can you can do that, but he's out for himself. Only if the, yeah, only, I'm about to say only if it benefits him. Yeah, then yeah. then then you get a favor. Yeah, you know. And so <laughs> they're swinging back. Zachary Levi. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm making up shit with Zachary Levi, but it just seems to me that like he's serving his own purpose. Like, but this movie totally. would have been better with more young Billy. I agree with that. I mentioned that earlier too. Yeah, I yeah. I didn't like that you barely saw Billy Batson because you you get the other kids a lot because the whole like half of the battle scene they lost their powers. That was a complaint of mine too. How easy yeah. it was to take away their powers, but then you see that they're cool, right? Uh, Darla discovers the unicorn. Like, and by the Chase way, the rainbow motherfucker. Yeah, they said this phrase twice. Like, like Skittles paid a lot for this movie. You yeah, said yeah. the catchphrase twice in the movie, right? Yeah, like that. That was a big, big paycheck to Skittles. Yeah. from this one movie. Did you guys mind it? 
the brand, the brand, no. the, the I think placement. it would be more better if they had the one with the one on the horse taste the rainbow mother you know like i think that yeah, that, that was a good better. the one before it kind of took it away from that but yeah exactly yeah but no jeep having another one there's a lot of sh- sh- close-up shots of jeeps and oh. noticed i don't too. i don't yeah. recognize cars just in life so i don't recognize yeah. car placement in movies you mm. do if you watch it unless they say it they say it out loud yeah. they're like hey would you like to uh take a ride in my ford escape <laughs> <laughs> You know, like, you know okay. what the best one as bad normal boys people two. say about their bad, cars? Have you ever seen the bad boys two with the Cadillac? John Moreno should definitely get this car, not this one, because I'm gonna fuck this up. But he should definitely get one just like it. That's the best. <laughs> yes, I remember that. I mean, oh yeah, product placement happens. Product it's, placement. Like I didn't hate it so much. Yeah, it happened. Yeah, it's fine. It's Netflix fine. does really that a lot too, because that's where you know they're not paying for movie tickets, so they got to make the money somewhere. Yeah. yeah, that's fine. I uh, and Michael Bay movies will do it a lot. Like so, yeah. That's what I just said. You, yeah. you, you know, you, you, you know the car in the movie when Mike, you're watching Michael Bay movie because he will say the yeah. entire. Name. Well, they'll, they'll or show the label in front of it. They'll show the 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 car. They get the, uh, the licensed. Yeah. They get all that license yeah. for Transformers movies. It's all. Yeah. I think it was all G. Uh, General Electric cars. Yeah. yeah. So all the thing is all all of the Transformers had to be American and all of the the, the cons had to be foreign cars. <laughs> If they were oh cars, because most of them weren't cars, right? Yeah, if they were cars, yeah. Oh yeah. my god, I think you're. Yeah. Well. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. another subject. Yeah. Don't worry. Yeah. I don't want to go down that that that, that rabbit hole. Um. Uh, as we close up this episode, what do we do? We have any thoughts going forward about like the future of this franchise? I I want to see it continue, but I feel like yeah, like are we? Is it just a pipe I, dream? I think we just might get Easter eggs here and there, uh, maybe like an Elseworld crisis somewhere down the line, but I don't see the actual franchise of the Shazam family coming back. I, I agree with that. I don't think we're coming back. I want it to. I like your idea of an animated movie or an animated series. I think yeah. that would be really great. I think that'd be the most we're ever going to probably see of them again. But yeah, I don't think they're coming back either. And I liked, I did enjoy the movie. I thought it was fun. It was a very fun movie. There's so much story potential. There's yeah, so much. All those doors. Yeah, all the doors. All See, the there doors. we go. That's a good idea for the show, right? They're just exploring the doors. Like that's yeah. fun and quirky and cool and funny. Like, I feel like if I met James Gunn once, I think I could convince him a couple ideas. I got some I ideas. Yeah, I think push it, man. I think he'd listen. Of course, I tweeted him yesterday. I was like, when you take over, can you make sure the trailers don't spoil the entire movie, Mr. Gunn? <laughs> yes, thank you very much. You're doing, you're doing the Lord's work right there. Um, the Lord's work right there. Thank you guys so much for coming on the show, talking with me about Shazam Fury of the Gods. Before we get going, uh, I do want to thank uh, anyone out there who's watching twitch.tv slash Show or youtube.com slash Show, Or if you listen to the podcast, wherever you get your podcast from, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Stitcher. Uh, we're all over the place there. Um, uh, before we get going, though, uh, Michael, where can we find you online? What do you got coming up? Anything you want to plug? Um, at the moment, oh, find me online. Uh, TikTok, I guess, for as limited time as that might be. Uh, I'm on TikTok for the love of comics. I do weekly recommends for what's coming out each week for comic books. I do a lot of community stuff when it comes to comic book and recommendations and funny videos and things like that. That's what I do. And then all the other platforms as well, IG and Facebook and Twitter and stuff like that too. So that's where I'm at. Awesome. 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 Neebs, where can we find yeah, you? you? What do you find- got coming up? 
Yeah, you can find me at Watch With Neves. Neves is spelled N-E-E-B-Z. I'm everywhere, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, I do have a podcast called Salam Nerds. We're an inclusive podcast. We talk about reality show, comics, TV shows, movies, everything. And uh, yeah, uh, join us. We like to have a lot of fun. We do live streams on YouTube and it's a lot of fun and we're growing and we got a little family. And uh, Keeg, I definitely need to see you come on the show one, one of these days. I would love to, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Michael, you too, man. Let's try to get you on the show too. I would love to. That'd be fantastic. Well, I'll uh, make sure it's not a reality show episode. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like my guilty pleasure. Bachelor, Bachelor, all that. I'm let's let's go, man. Wait, let's Michael, go. do you actually watch The Bachelor? Yeah, it's one of my guilty pleasures. I didn't know that. Oh, okay. yes, yeah. let's go. Yeah. I didn't know. I, Bachelor, I Bachelorette. Don't. I'm all this love, yeah. love, love Island, especially. Uh, um, was it the Australian one? Is my favorite. Yeah. Because the announcer out- on that one is so funny because he'll just say random stuff. It had nothing to do with the show. He'll just say, look at this moon. Or it's, oh, I love it. I'm getting into Love is Blind, too. That's becoming a popular yeah, one. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. So I, wish, I wish I could bond with you guys on that. But <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, for anyone out there, uh, uh, you can find us online on social media, TikTok and Instagram, at The Keeg Show. Those are our big ones, TikTok and Instagram, at The Keeg Show. Facebook and Twitter, we're also on uh, pretty much at The Keeg Show slash The Keeg Show, wherever. Uh, but TikTok and Instagram are our big platforms. Um, this show is The Keeg Talks, and it's every weekend. Uh, tomorrow, actually, we're talking Last of Us. Um, I've been struggling to fit The Keeg Talks episodes in to cover all the topics that we need to talk about. So Last of Us is tomorrow, uh, that episode. Um, but mostly it's every single weekend. Comic Talk is every Thursday. Mandalorian after show is every Tuesday night, Wednesday morning, right after we watch the Mandalorian season three episodes, we go online, we talk about it um, episode by episode. Um, And then I do Instagram live chats uh, most Mondays on Instagram uh, at the Keeg show. So definitely uh, stay tuned for that. We're also going to be at Chicago C2E2 in Chicago. Uh, I'm going to be there uh, with my press badge doing, uh, making some content there. So definitely stay tuned. Definitely stay tuned for that. Neebs, are you coming out to SDCC this year? Yes, I am. I'm going to be there. Michael, you going to be there? All right. San Diego? Oh, yeah. I would go every year. I can't wait. Okay, good. Good. So that means, yeah. Uh, I got two two days of badges. I have a Thursday and a Sunday. So Saturday and and Friday and Saturday, I'm going to still be there doing other stuff. Just walking around. Yeah. Probably filming content, you know, that sort of thing. So uh, definitely have a lot of things to look forward to this year. So uh, either way, thank you guys so much, Michael Neves, so much for coming on the show and being a part of this. Uh, thank you to everybody out there for watching and or listening. Once again, I am your host, Dimitri Pereira, and this has been the Keeg Talks Shazam Fury of the Gods. See you next time. Bye.